Welcome to Just James's podcast. Scooby Doo Doo, Wobbly Wow, Billy Mariah, Wow, 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 with Thomas, definitely not Timothy. Yeah! Nailed it! Hello, everybody! Welcome back to Just James! It's your host, James! I have my beautiful co-host, my beautiful plant, my best friend, Thomas, with me. Um, Thanks, everybody, for being here. It's so great to have you back. All my regulars, all my new listeners, welcome to the crazy place. It's just me and my beautiful plant. And this is just James. And we are South African slash British um, who live in London. And we're living our best lives. I've been so sick last week. I know when I recorded my podcast last week, I had the the front end of my flu. Uh, and I'm so stinking glad I managed to get the podcast out before I truly got sick. Because dang it was I ill last week. I was so man down. I literally spent like three days in bed. I was so sick. Everything hurt. Um body was sore I was snuffly I was literally like snotty I was definitely not dateable last week let's put it that way um and I felt horrendous I was actually supposed to go through and see my family um and go to Swindon for a night on Thursday uh and I was only going to go Thursday night because my mom was staying with me Friday night but she was staying at my house Thursday and Friday night so she would have been without me on the Thursday and um, I said to my dad, I just don't want to travel, you know, for me to sit and cough and blow my nose the whole trip. It's not fair on other travelers. You know, they don't know that you don't have COVID and they've got to listen to you coughing and sneezing for, for like, you know, two hours on a train. So, and also if I really was sick, I'd just make my nephew sick and I really didn't want to do that. So I didn't go, uh, but I did do three COVID tests throughout the week. I didn't have COVID. And my mom was very cute. I wish I had actually recorded her coming to my front door because she got to my front door with a mask on, bloody wrapped herself up in case I was sick and insisted on an immediate COVID test, which I found quite funny. Um, but I didn't have COVID, thank goodness. But uh, my fa- because I missed the trip, my family were meeting last night for like one last dinner before my dad headed back to Wales. And my brother wasn't feeling great. He's a bit of like a grumpy grouch at, the, at dinner, and we were all teasing him that um, he's miserable and mislick, as, as I always say. Uh, he was just absolutely undelightful to spend time with and wouldn't even say hello to me on the phone, to be honest. He was so miserable. And bloody turns out this morning he's got COVID. So he's obviously been in exposure with all of them and uh, not of the greatest of health this morning. So I said to him, well, you know, if you've got enough food for the, for the days that, you know, he's obviously locked in for 10 days now. And he mentioned two meals that he has. And I was like, well, my, you know, Mikey, it's, um, it's my brother's name. Um, you've got eight more days after that. So he's like, oh, I'll wing it. So I just said to him, if he wants some groceries, <laughs> I'll be a big sister and help him out and get some groceries to him. Obviously, I'm, I don't live in the same town. So I wouldn't be able to drop him in his front door. I'd have to do like a Sainsbury's delivery or something for him. Uh, but yeah, poor kid's not well. Got a little bit of curves. And obviously there's this new freaking variant going around at the moment. Um, you know, as the world knows, uh, South Africa was, was, locked, was locked down from travel. And I have so many friends going back for Christmas. 
um, and my bestie included, and of course all of their plans have been ruined now and can't go, can't go back to, to SA. But I, you know, me and my mom got in a conversation today because my youngest brother isn't vaccined. I am vaccined. Um, but I don't know. And this is my opinion, guys. This, uh, we all have our own opinions. We all have our own say. I don't want to get in and argue about this. I don't want a keyboard warrior giving me your opinion. I really don't. Uh, this is mine and simply mine. And I don't believe, yes, I think the vaccine is probably helping, you know, stop the like death toll, but you're still able to get COVID with the vaccine. And therefore I question why we're all being forced to do this vaccine. Anyway, anyway, it's my opinion. My mother is the complete opposite and she believes that the fucking sun shines out of the COVID vaccine and everything right and religious and fucking right is about this vaccine. So I wasn't going to get vaccined. Um, didn't want to, wanted nothing to do with it. And me and my mother got in such a severe fight that we literally weren't on talking terms. To the point that I got out of her car and I walked home and I refused to get back in the car with her because we were fighting so severely over the fucking vaccine. So... I didn't need to have that argument with my mom. I didn't need the frustration. And at the end of the day, I'm just being stubborn and not taking it. So I had the vaccine, obviously, to keep my mom happy as well, in a way. Uh, but also, you know, fuck, at least I can travel again, blah, 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 all the pros. Um, but of course, now my butt's got COVID, he hasn't had the vaccine. It's not feeling really great. And me and my mom sort of kicked off in another argument earlier about the vaccine. And I was like, mom, I don't want to have this conversation with you because you're going to fight with me and I'm going to fight with you. We both are on different spectrums of this and we both have different opinions. And, you know, we had such a severe fight the first time. I was like, I'm not doing this again. But then I kind of thought about it and I thought, you know, we all have our own opinion. And that's that's my point of don't come at me about the fucking vaccine because we all have our own opinions. We're welcome to our own opinions. We can all feel how we want to feel and we're all probably right. None of us are wrong besides the anti-vaxxers. But that's my personal opinion. I, If you are an anti-vaxxer, great. I hope that it works out for you fabulous. Great. But as a kid, I have all my vaccines. I've had chickenpox. I've had it all. I don't have a problem with vaccines. I don't. And why should I have a problem with this one? My issue is, is that it hasn't been around long enough. And do we know the long-term side effects of it? That's all my, that's my opinion of it. Anyway, the whole point of what I'm trying to say is, I think we have to look at how we handle disagreements about COVID because we all have an opinion. And you know, most of us have sort of have unique opinions. We all have different lifestyles. We're all trying to stay safe at the end of the day. But there are a number of people who have let their guard down and engaged in sort of risky activities. You know, I'm one included. I'm heading to the bar. I must admit I don't always wear my mask. I forget it at home. I don't wear it on the train sometimes. Um, but I do still carry a mask with me on, on the vast amount of time. So, you know, unfortunately that sort of behavior does fuel the, the resurfacing of COVID, unfortunately, that we do know that it is that it is spreadable. So, um, you know, we've seen, I'm not going to go into the, the nitty gritties about the pandemic and obviously everybody's emotional safety in the pandemic. We're all going through sort of health crises. Um, 
you know, we all have challenges. We've all been in lockdown. We all kind of understand it all. But I think you've got to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. And I'm maybe not doing this with my mom. And I probably should listen to my own opinion. But, you know, everybody has different mean. The, the pandemic has different meanings to all of us. And we're all taking different risks in different ways. And if you, it's hard to handle sometimes your loved one's opinions about it. So to negotiate these situations, discuss it. Don't just judge people. Maintain an empathetic, non-judgmental attitude when you're having a conversation about the virus. I think the goal of a discussion should be to change the other person's opinion, not escalate tension and create conflict. Because I think we all have an opinion. We all feel a certain way about everything that's going on around us right now. Um, but put yourself in your loved one's shoes, you know, and understand where they're coming from and why they feel the way that they do. You know, I understand why my mom panics about the vaccine with me is that I had such severe COVID and I almost died. So I had an ambulance come and help me breathe. I was extremely ill. And I think for my mom, her biggest fear is that what happens if it happens again? What happens if this time I do die? I get where she's coming from. But at the same breath, I've had the vaccine. So, like, back back the fuck off. Um, <laughs> and, you know, if you have facts, I think we all, you know, we all unfortunately have information, whether we have accurate information um, or inaccurate information, if you educate yourself on the facts about it, um, it can also help to reduce the spread of falsehoods around the pandemic. You know, there's been so many, like, fake Facebook stories and shit like that. Uh, but if you feel that your loved ones are open to hearing new and con contrary information about it you know make sure that you have the actual facts and straightforward manner without judging somebody or sort of being accusational is um is updating them on the actual facts behind it um set boundaries you know if, if conversations about the pandemic are escalating into arguments it's best to maybe create boundaries with your loved ones disagree agree to disagree and don't and don't discuss it and that's how i feel with my mom i i think that Let's agree to disagree and don't actually discuss the pandemic together because I think we just fight. Um, and, you know, postpone in-person gathering. You know, if you feel that that person's going to be argumentative and constantly engaging about this topic is maybe take a step back and say enough's enough and let that loved one respect their choices. But you don't feel comfortable getting together and having a fight every time you see them. Also emphasize how important their relationship is to you, though. So, you know, you love that person. You want to spend time with them. But while you guys are discussing and fighting over a topic like COVID is maybe just table, table your terms of the agreement. Um, you know, it's going to continue to challenge all of us physically, emotionally, mentally for months ahead. And unfortunately, for most of us, winter's here. It's colder. Flus are coming around and it does impact the virus on all of us. So... You know, it's a threat, and I think we all are taking it very seriously. And I think the mindset from my side is I protect and respect myself, my friends, my community, and wear a mask when I need to. But, you know, let's let's all just be safe and, and hopefully not fight with our loved ones <laughs> like I do. But then again, I'm not, I'm not one to back off conflict in any way. I'm... Um, I'm quite an opinionated little bitch when it suits me. So, <laughs> but I had a nice weekend with my mommy. We did a lot of like, we went shopping on Friday. We, we did quite a bit of retail therapy, which I haven't done in quite some time. And 
I'd been carrying around like shopping bags on Friday and I did about 10,000 steps, you know, just to the stores and back. Um, and man, my back has been so sore and stiff for about three days. It just shows that I haven't done a shopping spree in so freaking long that um, I can't even, like I'm getting stiff from carrying shopping bags. Like how is it even possible? <laughs> but we went out for some really lovely food. Um, you know, spent some time together. We've been watching Married at First Sight Australia together. We sort of, um, I started the first couple of episodes a couple of days before she got here. Um, I was doing like an episode or two a night. And then when she got here on Thursday, I said, oh, Moo, you must, you must see this new show. I'm, I'm, well, new show, season eight. Um, I'm so into it. And I started it again with her from the beginning. Well, in the, from Thursday night, we literally plowed through enough episodes to get back to where I was. And then binge watched it until she left on Saturday. But now we're in our own respective homes. And we pretty much are keeping up with where the other person is in the series. So every time we chat, we're able to sort of like chat about where we are or what's going on. It's really funny. So me, me and the Moo have, um, have been keeping up to date with that at the moment. And then also I've been watching a new show. It's an Apple show. Uh, it's on Apple TV. It's called The Shrink Next Door. It's Will Farrell and oh, I'm sorry, I'm playing with a fan, and it's probably making a tinking sound. Uh, Will Farrell and Rudd. What's his name? I want to say Chris Rudd. It's not Chris Rudd. Who's the hottest guy in the world at the moment? Oh God, I have to Google it. Hold on, because it's going to drive me mad. Uh, it's called The Shrink Next Door. Um, it's so stinking good. It's, uh, Paul Rudd, that's it. And Catherine Hines in it as well. And she is brilliant. I think her acting is absolutely out of this world in the show. It is really good. I'm on episode five already. Um, and it's actually, um, I believe it's actually a true story. So, uh, yeah, really, really good series if you guys are looking for something really good to watch at the moment. Um, the gift ideas that I put on last podcast went down like a treat. You guys loved it. Uh, so I am certainly going to give you guys some more um, and help you guys So. Some ideas, I, what I did for those of you that missed last week's podcast is I'm giving some Christmas shopping ideas, just 10 gifts a week. Um, my podcast is only on for, just tell me, I'll tell you when I'm closing down for the year. So we got this week, one, we got two more weeks, guys. This week is my third last podcast for the year. Uh, I'm taking a break until, um... I'll be back on the 12th of Jan. <clears throat> so I'm taking a couple of weeks off. I'm going to spend some time with my loved ones and some friends. And I'm not going to worry about a podcast. And I'm just going to do do life a little bit for a couple of weeks. Um, and then we'll be back for season three. Can you believe it? So uh, let's give you some Christmas ideas for, for this year. So these ideas... Um, for this one, I just want to see. These are... So, you can get these gifts to, from kids to chronic grumpies. Is it, <laughs> was the advice I was given. And I think a small garden is a great plan. You know, for somebody like me, who loves plants, 
Plants are always a great idea. If you want to give somebody some herbs and spices for the kitchen, in like a, with like a little grow lamp or something like that, that looks, it can become like a feature in the kitchen that they can share with um, people that come over. And obviously it can be a conversation piece. It's always a lovely gift for people. Um, something to do with crafts, you know, like a weave weaving kit or... Um, you know, like a crafty idea that somebody can create some crafts. You go to something like Hobbycraft or Michael's or something and get some like hobby stuff that somebody can make something. You know, even if it's something really simple like a cushion or, uh, you know, like a little project with instructions on it, like a paint-by-numbers or something like that that they can do in the quiet season, you know. Um, I found a really nice gift, which is a smoker. So it's a little portable smoker and you can literally put it on top of the glass that you're going to be um, drinking from. So if you want to do like an old fashioned or something and have it smoked, you can literally do it on the glass. And the smokers are not that expensive. It comes with a little um, wood that comes along with it as well. It's a really lovely idea and a really great Christmas gift idea as well. I quite like that one. Um, what... Uh, oh, sorry, I've lost my place. Sorry, I'm just trying to find my place. Uh, dun, 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 dun. I've lost my place. Where was I? Oh, gosh. I can't find... I can't find where I was, guys. I have. I had a document up, and now I can't find my place in the document. Oh, um... So, you can do... Uh, dun, 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 dun. Oh, gosh, I can't... I can't find my place. You're going to hate me. I can't find my place. Um, I'm just going to quickly put... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Dun, dun, dun. Hold music, please. Uh, dun, dun, dun. You can give somebody advent calendars if you want to do something early. So I'm just thinking about it off the top of my head. While I'm... Um, well, I'm, oh gosh, I can't find it. I can't find my place, guys. I don't know where I'm, I'm trying to do. You know, because I'm concentrating and trying to talk at the same time, the two don't go hand in hand together for me. It's like talking and chewing gum. All right, so unfortunately, that's my guess for this week <laughs> because I can't find them. Um, I had them written down and I've got so many notes in front of me. I can't find them. Sorry, guys. Uh, and I don't want to wrestle the papers because um, some of you bitches don't like it. I'm still calling you bitches. I don't mean it like that. I'm just being affectionate. Um, so I bought a ficus, which I've been talking about for weeks, that I finally moved. I've put new soil in the bottom of his pot, of his pot and I've moved them up onto a shelf in my bedroom so that there's no breeze on him um there's no touching there's no anything and he's definitely thrown a bit of a hissy for it being moved but touch word at this point in time he seems to be like calming his farm so let's see how he does after winter um i'm hoping he's going to be okay because at the moment he's just not very happy but i've gone back to that company it's called little botanicals it's it's definitely a company that i quite like for plants and um I've purchased the same pot in a slightly different color. And then what I've done is, so the, the place that the ficus was in, I do still want a large pot in. And I've got a monsterio who's growing dramatically. It's the most gorgeous thing on the planet. Um, and it's weirdly that, I, I don't know if you guys remember last Christmas, I was, I, uh, a, a plant, this plant, this monsterio arrived at my house. And on the 
instructions was my address and N and then my last name, which N is the initial for my brother. So I found my brother and I was like, geez, Boykin, what a great gift. Thanks so much for this. And he's like, James, I never sent this to you. And to this day, I still don't know who sent me that gift. Uh, but it said N and then my last name, my home address, everything. And to this day, not, uh, not a stinking clue. But it's growing so beautifully. So I'm going to put that in a much bigger pot and then let him excel as a as a monsterio in my housey. Uh, but all my Christmas shopping is done. I posted off some stuff um, yesterday to some family, some people I'm not going to see. And I thought, oh gosh, you know, I hadn't really spent a lot of money this year on gifts. I, I wanted it to be more sentimental than, than you know, uh, expensive. I can't think of the word. Um, so I, I had a little budget for each you know, there's 12, I've got 12 nieces and nephews, including my step-nieces and nephews. Uh, I only have one um, blood nephew, which is which is my little, my brother's little one. Um, but, you know, I still want to spoil the kids while they're young. So I've, I'm not seeing any parents' gifts this year. Uh, I bought each family a board game, which I'd mentioned. Um, and then all the kids have just got a little, little something, something from me. So I thought, oh gosh, I don't want the, the postage to be more than the actual gift. So in my head, I thought, right, if it's more than thirty pounds, I'm not, I'm not shipping. So I went off to the post office yesterday, and each gift cost me three pounds twenty to post. I was so chuffed. I even got my dad's gift out because obviously I missed him, and I won't see him now until till next year. Unfortunately, I wasn't well. I didn't want to pass on the flu, and then of course I'm quite glad I didn't go because my my little brother with. Uh, COVID wouldn't have been a very good plan either. So, um, yeah, so all my Christmas shopping's done. It's posted. My Christmas cards are out. I have been so efficient. I've even bought so my new desk and chair, which I put up last week, I spoke about in my podcast. Um, it's got open sections, it doesn't have drawers. So, I bought these stunning little storage boxes. I sorted those out today. I'm making Christmas balls for some friends. I'm truly being a freaking Stepford housewife this week. I don't know what's come over me, but it's certainly, certainly not me. I'm sorry if you can hear the trains, guys. There seems to be a really loud train coming past. And as you guys know, I live through our train line and I can't stop the trains, unfortunately. I close my windows. Um, but sometimes you do hear the trains, and I do apologize for that. I can't actually stop them. Um, you guys are loving all of the medical things that I've been talking about. And somebody asked me to talk about PRP, which is the vampire facial. So this treatment is really popular. Celebrities, I think Keeping Up with the Kardashians did it. And basically, it's a, what they do is they take a blood sample from the patient, and they spin it in a centrifuge and they separate the rich plasma, the platelet rich plasma from your own blood. And then what they do is they do like um, microneedling and then put all of their platelets back into the skin. They sort of pour it on, let it reabsorb into the skin. So you're basically getting, um, it reduces fine lines and wrinkles. It minimizes scarring, like acne scarring. It's really good to improve skin tone and texture. It's also really effective around the mouth and under the eyes and the dark circles and uh, that sort of thing. So it's an injectable platelet-rich fiber, which is what the PRF stands for. Um, and it's a unique technique where 
sort of the blood is used from from yourself and it generates and put back back into your body so uh, once it's spun the platelets are done right there and then it's not like you you draw blood one week and you come back another one and then it's not fresh it's literally done like as you stand it's done there and then and it's really good for scarring stretch marks hair loss and thinning it's good for acne skin rejuvenation joint and soft tissue disorders such as like tennis elbow and plantar fasciitis it's even used for so it's really good to enhance results and, re- and it's really good because it doesn't have a lot of downtime um so one of the questions that gets asked is, does it hurt? And quite honestly, it's not. It's a very minor discomfort um, because it's injectable treatment. You know, they are like little needles that, that go into you. Um, but because you're using your own blood cells and you, you're taking something out of your body and putting it back in your body, the risk of a reaction is, of complications is extremely low. Um, you know, you might just get some bruising on the injectable areas, that, but that should subside pretty quickly. Um, and within a matter of hours, you'll see some of the results. So for injections to joints and, you know, the pr- improvement will start in like a couple of weeks. But the results can vary. Um, you know, it depends on the quality of your platelets. It depends on the patient's blood quality. Uh, the results of it can pretty much last up to 18 months to two years, depending on the treatment. Uh, we always recommend sort of like a touch-up or top-up after one year. And they say you probably need to like three to five sessions at four to six-week intervals to just really jolt your body and then repeat it after three months and then your body should be looking really good. But if there's reasons that you can't have the treatment, I'd say breastfeeding, um, if you're undergoing sort of any anticholagic anticholagic treatment, such as warfarin, those sort of things, uh, medical conditions um, would have like a significant effect on your platelet functions, uh, sepsis if you have any sort of acute, acute or chronic infections as well. Uh, if you guys are ever looking for something like that, I would Google I-PRP and uh look for a really good clinic around you that does it uh but yeah really really good treatment if you're looking for something cool to do so christmas is coming on the corner i put up my wreath today uh and i'm not going to decorate my flat this year i'm not actually going to be here for christmas i'm going up to my folks place so um i'm going to be a bit of a grinch and i'm going to keep my flat uh and and decorated i suppose um but moo is decorating her housey so we'll have a bit of christmas spirit on that side so there's sort of 12 ways that you can entertain your guests over christmas i think if you want to start thinking about it now as well uh especially if you've got to prepare for things you know we all buying gifts as well so the more notice you have to think of ideas and sort of like if there's a cost that comes along with it um I think the longer you have to sort of do all of that, it's probably for the best. So one thing you can do is you can cook and bake together. You can make dinner as an interactive event, uh, especially if you've got friends and family coming from all over. You know, if you want to do like pizza making and you each sort of have an individual pizza or um, I'm not saying on Christmas Day, I'm saying like during the festive, festive time of having Christmas. Uh, you can also like help your loved ones shop for the ingredients. Everybody brings a different ingredient along and then you could sort of like put something together from there. You can play games, card games, board games, combination of both. There's multiple age groups. There's Monopoly, there's Scrabble. Um, 
you could do Pictionary, you could do Actionary. There's so many different things you could do. Uh, arrange an outing. So, you know, use use what's around you in the community. You know, if there's events happening around you or there's like a local historical mansion or something that you guys could go look at or, um, you know, if there's a vineyard near you and do a wine tasting, you can go to the local library or Christmas markets and things like that. Uh, do a puzzle together. Uh, you know, puzzles are a great way for everybody to get along for a couple of hours, especially if you've got like a 300-piece puzzle. Keep you busy for the evening. Have a little bit of wine. Talk absolute nonsense and make a puzzle together. Uh, arrange a family volunteer opportunity. You know, if the local community where you can go sort of like help feed the homeless or something like that. Uh, you can do a movie marathon. You can guys can all choose a movie with sequels and then sort of have fun and snacks together. Have a PJ day order and take out and sort of like have fun for the day you can even decorate together you know before you um, most of us have sort of will start decorating now but if you want you know you can string popcorn and cranberries and decorate pine cones and make paper chain countdowns there's so many things you could do with your family uh to sort of like make the make the housey festive together and go outside, go for walks, collect all the bits and pieces that you want to do, play some football, go ice skating, uh, play in the snow, you can sledge, you can build forts, you can have a hot cocoa party, you can get a gingerbread house and decorate it, may even make a competition out of it, out of it if you want. Um, you know, my beautiful friend Sean and Michelle sent me a uh, gingerbread house last year and I loved it. I did it with my nieces and nephews. It was such a fun day. And, you know, we, we sort of had a really great day. And I still think about that day, to you know, a year later because it was so fun. Uh, you can do tour Christmas lights, go and have a look at all the local lights. You can attend a holiday performance, you know, there's, uh, whether it be casual or fancy. There's so many events like the Nutcracker. There's school programs. There's church performances. Things for the whole family. You can sing Christmas carols. Uh, get all the family and friends together and sort of punch a few tunes. Um, and, it, you know, a little creativity and a little bit of advanced planning and your guests will have an absolute blast and they won't be bored or restless and you'll have a really fun, magical Christmas together. So hopefully that helps. Uh, last week's conundrum was a little bit hard. Everybody kept coming to me with uh, saying it was really, really hard. And... I must admit, I had actually gone and found hard conundrums on purpose. The last two weeks have been a little bit difficult for everybody. Um, nobody got last week's one and nobody got the weeks before. So I'm not going to start, I'm not going to make conundrums that nobody can get and nobody can get involved in because I feel like you're going to lose interest in the conundrums then as well. So this week, I have done an easier one. So if you want to send me your answers to Just James Podcast on my Instagram, it's just underscore James underscore podcast. Give me a follow, give me a like, and um, follow my podcast, uh, follow my Instagram page on my podcast. I put up memes there where I talk about, well, you know, put up things that I find funny. So uh, yeah, give it a follow. So this week's name is What Gets Wet While Drying? What Gets Wet While Drying? Uh, send me your answers and la oh, last week's one I pro should probably give you that hey so it says you measure my life in hours and I serve you by expiring I'm quick when I'm thin and I'm slow when I'm fat the wind is my enemy and the answer to that was a candle so 
I don't have any reviews for this week, to be honest. Um, yeah, I haven't really, you know, I haven't really done anything to have a good review for you guys. But I am following the sweetest dog on Instagram. Uh, if you're looking for a good follow, I've I've made up my mind. I really want a black spaniel. Um, I look after a dog called Archer who has my heart and soul, and I swear he is my soulmate from a previous life. I'm obsessed with him. But I don't get to see him very often, and I really do adore him. So I've decided I want a black spaniel. I'm not quite ready for a dog yet because the one I want, I, def I want to go pedigree, um, and the breeder I want to go with, I'm going to sp spend over £2,000 with. So not quite ready just yet, but I will hopefully be soon. Um, but I am now following a dog called Wesley the Cocker Spaniel. So it's W-E-S-L-E-Y underscore the Cocker Spaniel underscore. And he is so beautiful. Um, so go have a look at him. He's so beautiful. I really, really want him so bad. He, this one's in Australia. And um, he's really, really cool. So go have a follow. He's very beautiful. Um, but yeah, that's definitely the breed of dog that I want. But guys, you know, I think this week, let's not stop until we're proud of ourselves. You know, today is the opportunity to build tomorrow that you want. I want us all to build an incredible life for ourselves. And I think we've got to take the steps today to do that sometimes. Even if we don't want to, we just have to because we're going to be freaking rock stars. And this is a great community. We, we support each other. We're all amazing together. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful week, everybody, and I'll see you next week. Goodbye. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. Just James and Thomas the Plant.